0: welcome into another edition of the session with londa and david my name is david austin
1: i'm londa sherwood austin welcome back and happy new year that's
0: exactly right happy new year to you and we hope your 2024 is as wonderful as you'd like it to be
1: yes absolutely it was a crazy holiday season
0: it's a holiday season, loop-de-loop,
1: <laughs> click <Like>, clack <diddy-clack.
0: laughs> I love how we're singing over our theme song.
1: Well, it should be better.
0: It's hilarious. Yes. It's hilarious. The Session with Londa and David is a program that's all about you. It's kind of a business-focused program because Shit, yeah. with over 30 <laughs> years, 40 years of combined oh, sales David. and coaching... And real estate I've industry got experience.
1: 30 plus years myself.
0: That's right. And I've been doing sales and sales related things. 30 years. For 30 years as well. So 60 oh, years. Wow. Holy cow. We're old. We are getting up there. Long in the tooth.
1: Elders.
0: Okay. Before the end of the year, we re ran our business planning episode here on the big program, the podcast, the session. Yes. With Londa and David. Um, and this particular program will talk a little bit more about business planning because mm-hmm. it's the new year. Mm-hmm. And we want everyone who listens to the program to hit the ground running.
1: Right. Yes.
0: I think that's a fun idea.
1: Are you, are you trying to get me to go a particular place? No. I got a lot of things to talk about. We have a ton to talk about this year. I, I will say this. Um, I'm not sure what the national statistic in jobs overall is.
0: They painted a but, rosier picture than actuality in the last jobs report. But, the last three, by no, the way. No, that's not what
1: I don't think we're going the same place.
0: Okay, tell me more
1: but i do know that in the real estate industry about 10% of realtors sit down and do a business plan each year.
0: You think it's only 10%? Oh,
1: i know it is. i just i've been studying this and that is the current statistic. less they say less than 10%. So i think it's close to 10.
0: Okay. That makes sense to you me. You
1: remember the 80-20 rule, right? Yes, 80 yes. At 20% of the people do 80% of the work, sure. right? Well, they're saying now in real estate, okay. it has shifted to 90-10. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So very interesting. So if you take the time to sit down, review the previous year, plan for the next year, you are among the elite. I like that. For sure.
0: Speaking of the elite, this program has a brand new sponsor. (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing at that. (laughs) The session with Londa and David is brought to you by Sherwood Austin Homes With interest rates coming back down and talk of inflation being part of every major newscast in the nation, how it's getting a little bit better, it's shrinking a little, they're saying. The real estate market is starting to heat up. Don't wait until April to take advantage of the momentum building in the market. Sherwood Austin Homes can help you buy and sell real estate for yourself Or for your business. If you'd like to know how much your home is worth. Or how much buying power you have. Or even whether or not it makes sense to relocate your business. Sherwood Austin Homes would like to be your first choice. Email Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. That's Londa at SherwoodAustin.com. Or David. At SherwoodAustin.com. That's David at SherwoodAustin.com to find out if a move in 2024 makes sense with Sherwood Austin Homes, powered by Realty One Group Ignite.
1: Ooh. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of business planning. Yes. David and I, as you know, have done many things.
0: Many. many, Sales and
1: marketing the primary thing that we've done yep. over the course of our entire adult life, right?
0: and over the course of our marriage,
1: yes, we've done which sales is part and of marketing. Our adult life, okay, yes. So we got married four years ago, That's right. and we decided, hey, let's do a little bit of this, let's dabble in that, let's have a uh, radio show, a morning radio talk show. Let's right. ha- launch out and focus on consulting businesses. Let's you know dabble, dabble. Let's travel. Mm -hmm. We'll go be here for a while. We'll go be there for a while. I know, let's do four or five cross-country trips. That sounds fun. (laughs) Okay, we've done all that. Now we're back... Are you gonna make that smaller at some point or well, if
0: you'd like me to, yeah. or I can just give you this moose and let you do oh, it. Oh,
1: I don't know how. And you have I have full
0: a, control of the moose. I have a
1: broken paw. I got gotcha. so it's not gonna work so great. All right. So we'll
0: close that for you.
1: As you know, we moved back to the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. uh, at the end of August. 2023 to reestablish our businesses right here um, because playing and traveling and being essentially on vacation for three years is frankly expensive (laughs) and our kids are here which just to connect back to what I said about the holidays holidays were nuts for us we have I I don't even know like 26 people just in the family the what do you call that the
0: the immediate family Immediate family. Thank you. I couldn't yes. think of the
1: word. The immediate family. You heard that right. Just kids and grandkids. It's like nine kids people. total.
0: We're a blended family. Yeah. Yep. We are. Big fat gang of grandchildren and yes. that's growing every day.
1: Just about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're on baby watch 2024 mm-hmm. as we speak. We have uh, another grandbaby due. Really, anytime
0: could be today. Could be next week. Could be in two weeks. Who knows?
1: Who knows? But soon. So uh, that also brought us back, obviously, sure. because relationships and our friendships and our business and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so we got back here, and now as we started, kind of, kind of looking at the year in review and planning for the next year, as I encourage you to do. Came to some conclusions. Right.
0: That's right. Pretty cool ones. Yep. Feel free to expand <laughs> on what you're saying.
1: So I've been a successful realtor for several years now, and you as a successful lender for many, many years 20. as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And coaching realtors the entire time. Same. Same. Yep, same because yep. I was a
1: business coach before I got into sure. real estate. So, um we are now taking that all of that skill and experience and and wisdom and getting laser focused into what you just shared Sherwood Austin Homes. And
0: Sherwood Austin Homes is an interesting name for a real estate business. I in December Decided to get licensed as a realtor. So I'm duly licensed as a realtor and a lender. Mm-hmm. What that does not mean is that I'm gonna do home loans for my <laughs> real estate customers. I think there's a little bit of a gray area there and I don't wanna be in it. Sure. You see what I mean? Yeah. So but you
1: love your past customers. I do.
0: So I'm keeping my lending license open so mm-hmm. I can help past customers. Who
1: already have realtors, generally speaking, because Correct. you're so good at keeping people. I return with their everybody to their realtor. past. That's yeah.
0: exactly right. And, I, and I've always done that. Yes. right? But what I am going to do now is realtors in the company that powers Sherwood Austin Homes send me some business. So mm-hmm. I'm going to keep those relationships and deals sure. going. Right. Of course. You? Why wouldn't you? But I'm going to focus the majority of my time on our real estate business because I'm a licensed realtor.
1: Okay. Now I've been very cool about this as d- we have shared I don't shared know what it. that
0: means. You but, mean you haven't told people about it? No, 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 it?
1: no. I've been very cool. We've been talking about it. I've been very like da 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 da, mm-hmm. da, 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 mm-hmm. da 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 da. But the way I really feel about it is like ah! like, oh my gosh. You guys I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm So excited.
0: Here's what I'm excited about. If you are a builder and you're not happy with your results there is no one in town who's worked with more builders successfully than me.
1: That guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I if, love that um, you have a, a, you had, before he retired, a long relationship with a super successful builder here in eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. Oasis and,
0: Custom Homes. Yep.
1: And I love that he always jokes that, Uh, you and he, the owner, were the top two salespeople of that uh, company.
0: He's not joking, though.
1: Well, okay, yeah, that's true. You know what
0: I mean? And as the (laughs) lender for the group for 15 years, I was kind of the sales coach to the the real estate team. Yeah, yeah. Each week we had a training session in our meetings. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to not only get some of the income from the business doing loans, but now I can get income from helping people Mm -hmm. and solving their problems as well. Exactly. So that's exciting. So
1: we are joining forces and we're really excited and obviously we've been working together uh, for four years as realtor and lender. Although sure. we, although we haven't done a ton of business together, together. Right. You know what I mean? And the reason
0: is because I've been ultra careful. Because Same. I didn't want there to be any look of impropriety. Oh, right? I can't send Same. David a customer because he'll just get them to Londa.
1: Don't I wish.
0: Yeah. There you go. And no is the answer. But here's the good <laughs> news about me being a licensed realtor. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a realtor and you send me business as the lender... Mm-hmm. I have a fiduciary responsibility to keep those people with you <laughs> as a realtor, yeah. because I don't want to lose my real estate license. Yeah, so I'm not snaking any business from anybody, and now I have an overseeing ethics board looking at yeah. whether or not I do that, which is great.
1: One thing that's really fun. For me to think about going forward is, I love resale right. of homes. I love it, love it, love it, love sure. it, love it. You love new construction.
0: Well, I love everything, right? I love solving problems.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, you. Uh, let me put it this way: you have a ton of experience in new construction, right? I have a ton of experience with resale, sure. And I'm, you know, I have never yet. Loved the process of new construction, but I, gotcha. I haven't done a ton of it because yeah. I love resale. So right. I just, you know. And so that'll be really fun to see where that goes. Yes. You know, and uh gosh, I'm just it's gonna be awesome because we we are a force to be reckoned with. We really are. And any client who's ever worked with either one of us knows that we get get the job done, we get it done well, and we do it. Ethically, and we do it responsibly, and we do it with care. And I'm just, I'm just excited to see what this year brings.
0: I'm super excited too. And the thing for me about doing real estate with you mm-hmm. is, we both have strengths that we bring to the team. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they're going to complement each other beautifully, <laughs> just like they did when we worked as realtor and lender. Sure, you know what I mean. I love the people part of the process. Mm -hmm. You love the negotiations part of the process. And together, I I don't know how we couldn't be wildly successful. Yeah. I saw a bunch of realtors last year, not just in the market where we are, but all across the United States Yeah, who were super nervous as a result of this federal lawsuit about... uh,
1: Well, something like 70,000 realtors left the industry in 2023. Right.
0: And it's because of this lawsuit that uh, there was a class action lawsuit um, and the National Association mm -hmm. of Realtors and a few real estate companies were involved in this lawsuit. Were named. And Mm -hmm. what it talked about was disclosure of fees, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the argument made by these plaintiffs in the case were they were not aware that they didn't have to pay buyers fees. No one ever told them so. And I don't understand how that's possible. I don't either. But as a lender we are very clear in our training about not saying anything is free and a lot of realtors over the course of my 20 years in this industry i've heard say out loud listen as a buyer's agent it doesn't cost you anything for my services the seller pays me right which is incorrect
1: correct that that's correct the the price of the
0: house is what pays the the realtor yeah it's built into the price
1: <clears throat> there are a lot of a lot of realtors that i know companies sure. that are freaking out about this um ours isn't and we aren't because well because i have disclosed this my whole career
0: well i see a lot of opportunity because of that with people freaking out about having to then talk about their worth and their value with potential <laughs> customers mm, excuse me i don't have any of that fear yeah. Because I've been talking about my worth for the entire time that I've been in sales.
1: It literally does not change the conversation for me hardly at all. It doesn't my change clients. the conversation
0: for me either. And any of the realtors who've worked with me over the last 20 years know how I talk to customers about money. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear and very easy to yeah. follow. So there's a ton of excitement that I have and that Sherwood Austin Homes is going to bring to this market. Yeah, that for it, sure. That isn't. Already here.
1: Yeah, I agree. So, so I'm excited. I agree wholeheartedly. And I and I think uh, transparency is great. And right. so I'm not mad. We have different, we have um, new and updated forms now right. that the state of Washington is requiring us to use. And I think they're great. Uh, transparency is... Terrific. Sure. I, I, like I said, it doesn't change the conversation very much for me from what I was having before. So absolutely
0: eh. not. Now no big you deal. just you just as a realtor need to know what you charge for your services and have yeah. the confidence to say it out loud and I, while I, looking uh, in the eyes of your customer. And that's
1: really all it is. I think the biggest change um, for us that have already been sort of having these conversations for a while um, is that we have to have them a little bit sooner right. than what maybe we used to. Right. Because for example, if I'm working with a buyer, Washington state is now saying, Hey, before you show a home, before you do one single thing for that buyer, you have to get this documentation signed. And, uh, and so that's just how I'm approaching it. If you're a realtor listening to this, you'll appreciate that. Right. Uh, I'm just approaching it with, Hey, Hey, First things first, got to get you into the office or I go to meet them or whatever. We sit down, I do my buyer intake anyway, so that I know exactly what they're looking for and I sure. explain my process and blah, 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 the needs analysis, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's just uh now if you didn't use this form before the buyer's agency agreement, <clears throat> you now are using it. Right. And and it's an easy conversation. Hey, Washington state law changed and now I have to have this, this form is an additional form. You probably didn't even know that, but here's an additional form. You just and you here's just the thing. do it. It's like so easy. Like they don't, they don't know. And so they trust us to walk them through the process. So just right. walk them through the process confidently. It's
0: no different than a lead-based paint Correct. Uh, uh, disclosure. Right. It's a form that's required <laughs> to get signed me. the end. Yeah. Les and I... Les Savage from Oasis Custom Homes, years ago, used to tell agents on our team, hey, look, when they're in the model home, there's no point more exciting. They're never going to be more in love with you than at the point of sale. So if they're in your model home, that's when you capture the relationship. You set an appointment right then to go do an informal off-site chat so you can find out what their needs are, right? Yeah. At the informal chat, we always recommend <laughs> you get a buyer's agency agreement signed. And the reason we did that is because customers are then practicing They're closed. They're yes. So why not say, hey, if I can help you find what you're looking for based on the parameter you gave me, would you be willing to work with me exclusively? Right. And who says, no, I don't like the cut of your jib? I don't know anybody who says that. Not very many people. Let me tell you, that was the hardest thing in the world to get realtors to do then. Eight years ago, they were like, no, we, they don't have to worry about agency law until we go under contract. Well, I got news for you. Those are the realtors that are leaving the industry. Those are the 70% or 70,000, as you said, yeah. that are leaving the industry because they're not sure of their worth. Realtors who are successful, who are professional business people, aren't at all scared of this.
1: Yeah. Well, and I agree with you a hundred percent. Like for me, I I also am not afraid to walk away. Right. Right. In fact, I'll tell you this story. And and again, if you're a realtor listening to this show, you're going to love this story. So right. know your customer, know your potential client, right? You got to know who you're talking to and how to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you can uh, uh, do a session with me. I'll teach you how to Landa identify at
0: SherwoodAustin.com. <laughs> Londa at SherwoodAustin.com.
1: How to identify your client. And build rapport with them really quickly and really easily. But mm-hmm. it 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 is easy, but it is a skill set you have to acquire. So I met with a client last week, new new client. We've been, uh, we've had two phone calls, okay, mm-hmm, and a little bit of texting. Set her up on a um, search, so she's getting emails. Sure, with. Um, homes in within the parameters that she's looking for right, right. excuse me yes <laughs>
0: coughing it up yeah i think is I had, it because we're on the air that that's happening no to i you? had an
1: allergic reaction to something we ate at lunch
0: that's why you didn't like our lunch very much because you're having some kind of allergic reaction to it
1: <laughs> so i do apologize for that <laughs> i get cough variance asthma when i eat something i'm allergic to so here we are i gotcha <clears throat> i apologize My phlegm and I apologize. Um, So she's young, 23 years old. Sure. We've had a couple of phone calls. We've had, she was traveling a lot during the holidays back and forth and whatever. Very solid um, conversations. But we hadn't yet sat down for the needs, the full needs analysis. I had done a brief overview just so I could get a search going for her. Sure. um, And to sign all her paperwork, Right. Yes. So I bring her in. By the way, by the time I get to the exclusive buyer's agency agreement, that's the fourth document they're signing.
0: I got you. They've already
1: signed three other documents. Um, And so I kind of ease them into, this is just for your information. The state requires this, that you received that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So anyway... So she, she said, uh, so does this mean I can't talk to another realtor? And I said, well, let's talk about that. It sounds like you have some questions. And I took my glasses off and I closed my notebook and I set it aside, which is what I do when I want to get really serious, focused, right? Yeah. Like you're important to me. I'm putting everything else aside. Right. And, uh, she's got a friend whose dad it's, I think her roommate, her roommate's dad is a realtor. Sure. And her roommate wants her to talk to her dad, excuse me, as you would. Right. And, uh, Oh, you should talk to my dad, you know? And, um, I said, listen, if you would like to interview other realtors for this job, then I'm fully open to that. You, you definitely can do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm more than happy to take all of this because I had her folder. Cause I do paper folders and electronic folders, right? Her folder with her name on it. I had her little, um, what do you call those? The only word I can think of is peachy. That's not right.
0: It's like a peachy. It's fine. Her folio. Yes. Sure.
1: With her paperwork in it that she was going to take home with her, right? Mm -hmm. I said, I'm happy to set all of this aside.
0: And you pulled it out from in front of her. Oh,
1: for sure. Yeah, you did set all of it aside and give you some time to think about it, interview some other people and decide who you really want to work with, who you're really comfortable with, because this is an important process for you. Right. And so what I'll do is just set all this aside. I'll put this on pause and I'll go ahead and pick up with my clients that are ready to move forward with me right now. And when you decide you can just get back to me, no big deal excuse me.
0: And at that point, did you stand up and walk toward the door?
1: I didn't. No, but I did sit back in my chair. Sure. Like it's no big deal because truly it's no big deal. Right. I, if she wants to go interview other people, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. I know, like you were saying, I know my value. Right. I know my worth. I'm not scared that she wants to talk to other people. Sure. Either we, we, if either it's a match or it's not, and if she's not feeling it, I need to let her go so she can go try to find somebody that she feels it with. So this is what she said. (laughs) She goes, so, so if I sign this, then we're like exclusive. I said, yeah, when you sign that document today, what that is really telling me, I said, what is this like our third date? Like, we, we had a couple of phone calls. We've kind of texted back and forth. This is kind of the first official date, but really kind of our third date in right. a way, right? And I'm telling you that I'd like to be exclusive. I want to be in a committed relationship with you. And, and what it sounds like you're saying to me is you want to be in a committed relationship with me, but you still want to be on Hinge.
0: And what is Hinge for those who are uninitiated? Let's
1: call it a dating site.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Sure.
0: Like Tinder was when I was single. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. And
1: she laughed, of course, Mm -hmm. because that's relatable to her. Sure. Right. And I said, and you know what? It's okay if you still want to be on Hinge. I'm just not interested in that kind of relationship. I'm ready to commit. Right. I'm going to give you everything I've got. I I just need to know if you want to give me everything you've got. And she goes, yeah, I, I love that. I love how you explained that. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. You know, and... And hopefully, it's a happily ever after story. But I like this kid. I'm She's super smart, super sharp. You know me. I'd love to be around young people. Right. And I just think they're... Um, I can't stand being around people who complain about young people. Right. Makes me crazy. I don't crazy get it. Because I just think there's so much to these learn. These
0: kids, these days <laughs> oh, with their, their U-phones and their P-cones and all those <laughs> things they got there. And they're looking at their screen time and...
1: I can't, <laughs> I can't with that. Sh- I really can't. Anyway, so she's she's really interesting, interesting human, and I can't wait to you know help help her buy her first house. I'm sure. really jazzed about it. But that was how that conversation went with her. Now yes. it would be different with somebody else, right? Um, but it started with you know the state requires this form, and any uh, one other thing I told her is anything that. Can be done, can be undone. Sure, by either one of and us. And that's the
0: thing about these agreements: it's they crazy. everybody can be let go. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a, it's a right to right to work state.
1: Yo, know, if I can get divorced after twenty six years, you can get out anything. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's right. I'm just saying. That's right. Anything that is done can be undone. Right. So, I had a couple one time ask me about buying a house together, even though they weren't married. You know, is that dangerous? Because you know where our her parents said that's not a good idea. And I right. was like, well, her parents may fully believe it's not a good idea. But here's what I know. I don't know if it's a good deal, idea or not for you two. But what I do know is anything that's done can be undone. Right. So, like, yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I have... Always heard from people who've like applied at some credit union and the credit union lender's been like, Ooh, if you guys aren't married, I don't know about this. Right. And there's no rule that says you can't buy a house with someone you're not married to. I mean, that's crazy to me.
1: Right. Parents and kids. Business partners, I mean...
0: Two friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, it's all absolutely okay. Here's the deal. If you apply on the same paper application and you're not married, then you'll need to have a secondary application in place. That's all. That's it. So I don't know why anybody would have a problem with it. And furthermore, now that everybody's applying online for loans, the lender can separate it with one button click.
1: Click. Right, right.
0: No big deal. So yeah, yeah, that's an outmoded fear that doesn't exist anymore. Now, is it tougher if you buy a house with someone you're not either uh, uh, related to by blood or by law?
1: Maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe is the answer. but Maybe not
0: because divorce is not pretty and (laughs) it takes a lot to get unmarried, a lot less to sell a house that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, the whole the whole concept of what's right for me should be what's right for you is outmoded. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So
0: there you go. That's all I have to so say. There about you go. That.
1: All right. Enough of all that. This has been the housing portion of the show. Apparently. Yes. Uh, a little bit of uh, what's happening around the world uh, and what's happening in. Your world. Right. The uh, football is coming down to the playoffs.
0: Yep. Next weekend. Next weekend is the wild card round of playoffs. That's exactly right.
1: Yesterday was one of the best Saints games I've ever seen. Yes. And yet, sadly. They will not be in the playoffs.
0: Everything the Saints could do to make the playoffs, they did yesterday. Yeah. But there were external factors. For instance, the Saints had to win their game, and the Atlanta Falcons were who they played.
1: And they stomped them.
0: They stomped them badly, immediately knocking the Falcons out of contention for the playoffs. We were watching in real time the Tampa Bay Buccaneers-Carolina Panthers game up in the corner of the screen because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also had to lose, if the Saints won, to guarantee the Saints their division championship so that they would be the leader going into the playoffs. The Buccaneers did not lose, however. They won Wong, 9 to Wong. nothing over the Carolina Panthers. So that was no fun right. for the Saints. However, okay. there was a wild card position still open. Mm-hmm. And if the Seattle Seahawks lost, they played a later in the day game. Mm-hmm. Then the Green Bay Packers also had to lose. And then the Saints would get right. the wild card spot.
1: Seattle Squeaked it out
0: Seattle squeaked it out
1: and <laughs> only because of a missed field goal
0: right yeah. and the uh uh Green Bay Packers won their game against the Chicago Bears yeah so the Saints did all they could and uh did not make it but they did no. have their first winning season under their head coach who's now that was his third season yeah so his first winning season that's good news
1: that is and now we will switch allegiances to the Seahawks.
0: <laughs> well, for the playoffs, yeah.
1: Exactly. Except yeah. they're out. Oh, were they out as well? They're out as Even well because Green Bay won. Oh, because Green Bay won. Right.
0: Both had to lose for the Saints oh. to come in.
1: Boo. Well, <laughs> now what?
0: Well, here's, now what, we root here's what's what. The Seahawks wings. finished the season nine and eight, I think. The Saints finished the season nine and eight. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about the, the uh, you know, Cheeseheads. I don't care about them. Green Bay Packers, not at all. Okay. I all loved right. them when Aaron Rodgers was their guy, but he's not their guy anymore. He's a Jet now.
1: So now both our teams are out. Yep. So... We'll go to any football party you invite us. That's to,
0: exactly right. Next, and
1: we'll be Switzerland
0: next weekend. The Kansas City Chiefs play the winner of yesterday's Seahawks game.
1: Oh well, that's that's now I'm now now you're back. My third tier. I'll root for Kansas City, of yeah, course.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think it's next week they play the Chiefs.
1: Taylor Swift's team.
0: That's exactly <laughs> right. And speaking of that, the let's, Golden Globes. Oh, let's
1: get into it.
0: Okay, so. Uh, Joe Coy was the host of the Golden Globes. He's a funny comedian. He's very sardonic and not um, who I would pick to host a show, but the Golden Globes wanted to be more inclusive. And because he considers himself to be a Filipino-American, he was a perfect choice for that role. So he was the host of the Golden Globes on Sunday night. And uh, the reviews in the media aren't bad. In the traditional, traditional
1: media. national media,
0: correct. He got the uh, revu-
1: the internet has filleted him.
0: Yeah, well, he made two jokes that fell flat yesterday. He
1: made more than two, and disrespectfully as I can, Joe Coy, sit down.
0: Well, he made two jokes that didn't go over well in the room that were immediately online as criticism. The first one was I not I didn't think it was so bad.
1: I mean he the- he
0: said playoff Sunday was a big day and the real difference between us here at the Golden Globes and, and the, NFL. the NFL is we'll have less shots of Taylor Swift. And at that moment, the camera went camera to Taylor shots, Swift yeah. and she rolled her eyes, took she a sip not of roll her, her drink. Eyes. Okay. She did not roll took her eyes. Took a sip of her drink and did not think she it was funny at all.
1: Dead stare, took a sip of her drink, did right. not roll her eyes.
0: So that was joke number one that went sideways. I didn't hear the second joke, but you did.
1: I don't know in which order. Here's what happened. We watched the Golden Globes, but missed the opening monologue.
0: Because we were finishing the football game.
1: I saw the opening monologue Later. on TikTok this morning. I gotcha. And that explained the temperature of the room and why he, I did notice last night, like he's really struggling he's really failing here he's not good
0: I said and, that he was dramatically unremarkable
1: yeah yeah and it's because he had fumbled the ball from the get-go I got gotcha. you you know um, and I just think it's incredibly tone deaf of him mm-hmm. to make the kind of jokes that he made and it wasn't just one or two it was it was repeatedly, He just missed the mark. And here's what's funny. I saw several TikToks this morning Mm -hmm. of not from influencers or paid TikTokers, just random people Mm -hmm. who said, hey, uh, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I decided because he was so bad, well, maybe just writing a joke for the Golden Globes is a really hard job. So let me run this one by you. Uh, da, 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 da. And I mean, there was like comedic gold out there from just random, <laughs> just randos. This what the this one person said. Um, uh, what nominated tonight for several awards? The Barbie movie, a movie about and kind of explained the uh-huh, whole like uh-huh. girl power thing, you know. Sure. Uh, and of course, Oppenheimer, another movie about a male a white male or something like that right she just like delivered it another movie about a white male and it was just that would have killed in that room that would have been funny in the room in this temperature of our society at this time in the world i gotcha in in with the tone of where life is yeah that would have worked
0: well, it, then
1: there was a lady that did an entire monologue that was hysterical. I, right. She said things like uh uh thank you for for being here tonight. My my name is Joe Coy and other than uh you having to google who I am after this show, da 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 da. da and then she goes on and but I thought that was funny cuz right. a lot of people wouldn't know who he was, right? Sure. He, he's not huge. I mean, he's you know not everybody in the room even probably knew who he was.
0: Well, I don't think that's true because he dated Chelsea Handler, and that's why everybody in the room would know who he is. I doubt because she knows shined who a spotlight on him for a year or so. Okay industry
1: people disagree okay
0: what i'm saying is industry people are aware of what's happening in the industry and there's no chance that they wouldn't have walked into that room not knowing who he was well
1: you know because they announced it ahead of time you know you suck and you have screwed up when as the host you start making excuses from the stage right for your bad jokes sure. and the response of the, the, the falling flat response of the audience. And yeah. that's what he did. He said, uh, he you know, made a joke and then apologized. And then he uh, made a joke and then said, oh, you know, some of them I, write, I wrote, some sure. of them I didn't. And then he made a joke that fell flat and he said, uh, what do you want? I just got this gig 10 days ago. You expect the monologue to be perfect? Shut up.
0: I I just thought,
1: man, this guy is just
0: I didn't see the monologue. I gotta tell you. It was bad. Yeah, it was unremarkable in my opinion. Yeah. And you know what? Comedy is not easy.
1: It isn't, but listen, in the in in, today, doesn't he know better than to mess with Taylor Swift, if nothing else? Yeah. And he completely missed the point of the Barbie movie because he shit all over it.
0: Well, I didn't like the Barbie movie. I'll be honest. I didn't like we it. We haven't
1: watched the whole movie. Oh, that's
0: true. But 20 minutes in, I was so... Uh, I had such yuck feelings, I couldn't keep going.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, don't know why
0: Mattel stood behind that movie, because it I made Mattel look bad.
1: I can't judge it until I watch the whole thing, okay. but I know what the general message of it was, and you don't look at a movie like that that is mostly interpreted in the industry as being groundbreaking and a... a Female positive movie, a female, uh, a woman movement kind of movie. Sure, you don't get up and talk about how and Barbie, a movie about a plastic doll with big boobies, right. and that's what he said. And yeah. for God's sakes, come on!
0: Oh, what I can tell you is this: it's not for everybody. That movie is not for everybody. I am not the core demographic, but what movie is for everybody? And who is the core demographic? The problem I have with the Barbie movie is I can't figure out who the core demographic is in that. It's not little girls. It should be, but it's not.
1: I don't think you can say that until you watch the whole thing. You can't.
0: I've talked to 10 girls between the ages of 6 and 10 and none of them understood it. They all liked the first 20 minutes when they were in Barbie land.
1: I don't know who you talked to, but okay.
0: I talked to a bunch of kids were, it's not a movie for kids
1: were interviewing six to I wasn't 10 year out interviewing
0: six to ten year old girls but I have lots of friends with kids that are that age and I've asked all of them every single one of them what they thought of the movie they loved the first 10 minutes and then took a nap for the rest of the movie that's what they all said we shut it off in 20 minutes. Our 24-year-old daughter said, I didn't like it. It was too messagey. And she's probably the most 25. liberal.
1: She's 25. She's
0: probably the most liberal feminist that we have in our family. And she didn't like the messaging. And she saw the whole movie and said she's, the same thing the little girl said.
1: She's 25 because the almost just about to be 24-year-old loved it.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, I,
1: I you know, I don't know. I haven't Again, I haven't watched the whole thing. Uh, so I, well, I don't fin- anything Well, finish to it say. and
0: let me know what you think in next week's show. I don't care to finish it just because it was yucky to me. I had bad, I had bad feelings I about it. I think you
1: have to finish it if you're going to have an opinion about it.
0: I have an opinion that I couldn't finish because I didn't like it. Just like how I walked out of f- f- The the Killers of the Flower Moon. I was an hour and two minutes into the movie and said, nope, can't do it anymore. It's too yucky. Gross. Got to go and walked out.
1: Yeah, it was that one really upset you.
0: It really did. Because that movie said. Speaking
1: of groundbreaking award.
0: Oh, yeah. These poor people were taken advantage of. Now we're going to pound you in the face for the next three hours about how poorly these people were treated. No, thanks. I like to know it for history's sake. I want to know the history so it's not repeated. But I do not need to see ugly people doing ugly things to others. I don't. It's not yeah. for me. It's not for me. I got and you. I don't think Barbie was an ugly film with people doing ugly things. But it, 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 uh, it, the messaging.
1: I feel the same way that you're talking right now about Joe Coy's performance at the Golden Globes. There it's you go. Ugly people saying ugly things. Yeah,
0: there you go. Not my thing not for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Now, on a positive note, yes. I will I will say this one uh last thing. I had a few things I wanted to talk about today. This is the last thing I for sure for sure want to talk about. Okay. So, um as if you've listened to this show, you know that I am a post-menopause human right yes i'm in that place in life uh and and that i've had to go through it uh mostly alone my whole journey and what i mean by mostly alone is my mom rudely enough had the audacity to die like uh 11 or 12 years ago so i've had to navigate this without a mom which in my opinion means completely alone and so you're
0: talking about menopause. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Perimenop- Not the
0: Barbie movie. Perimenop- That's a different I'm conversation.
1: Of that. menopause and menopause. Right. And it's been really, really challenging for me. Sure. There've been a lot of, a lot of long, sad, crying, uh, moments for me. There's been a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration around it, especially the last three years. Almost. It'll be three years in March since my, um, uh, medically necessary, hysterectomy because mm-hmm. I had cervical cancer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, so in in response to me having to navigate this alone and be so sad and it being so terrible, I decided I don't want anybody else to have to go through this like that. Sure. And so what would happen if we kind of came together as women and supported one another and talked a little bit more about midlife and menopause and what we're going through and how it's affecting us and just elevate the conversation. And so um, I just did a very simple thing. I started a Facebook group, because that's where most midlife and menopausal women are, right? right? Uh, A Facebook group, it may expand, I don't know, to other platforms, but probably not, um, called Midlife and Menopause. And if you are in that place in life and you don't want to do it alone and you want to hear other women's stories, uh, then jump over to Facebook, search Midlife and Menopause, and join the group. Join the conversation.
0: I think that's great. Yeah. I think it's a wonderful service that you're providing. And I... Really thought it was cool when you made that announcement. How many medical professionals actually gave you a thumbs up and were yeah. like, "Way to go, Londa! You got yeah. this."
1: Probably the two medical professionals that I trust and respect the most in this world. Yeah, uh, encouraged me and thought it was great and gave me some positive feedback. And I publicly, yeah, and that really made me feel good.
0: Yeah. Back to the Barbie movie. I'm back to it.
1: I've seen... I was trying to get off it. I've seen a few of Greta
0: Gerwig's films. Mm. Her style's not my thing. That's all. It's, Uh It's her style and her tone. I don't love it.
1: I gotcha. I'm sure
0: it's great for some people. Last year's big Academy Award winner, Everything Everywhere All at Once, awful to me. And I finally invested and sat through the rest of the movie. Thought it was the worst thing I ever saw. This has been The Session with Londa and David.